Welcome everyone to Ask NRCAN. This is a podcast series where we have conversations with our experts to talk about an aspect of the work that we do here at Natural Resources Canada. Today, we're talking about building major structures like high rises or commercial buildings out of wood. For those of you who are new to the show, we call the series Ask NRCAN because we want to hear from you. The purpose of the show is to share with you not only the type of science that we do, but also why we do it. So, at the end of the episode, if you have any questions on this topic, head to Twitter and tweet at us using the hashtag AskNRCAN. Our experts will do their best to answer all relevant questions. Sounds good? Let's do it. Our guests today are GC Wood Program Officer Richard Coxford and Senior Research Advisor Mohamed Mohamed. How are you guys doing today? Oh, doing great, thank you. Thanks, we're doing great. So you guys are here today to talk about building with wood, but we're not talking about typical two-story residential homes here, right? What type of wood buildings specifically is NRCAN supporting? Yeah, so um, particularly under the new program that was created by the federal government, the Green Construction Through Wood program, we're targeting those non-traditional wood buildings. So we're looking at high-rise buildings, we're looking at um, low-rise non-residential, so like box store commercial style buildings, and as well as bridges. Um, with over 90% of residential homes being constructed in wood, that market is you know well represented by wood. But when it comes to these non-traditional buildings, uh, the sort of the, the playing field, so to speak, needs to be leveled a little bit and a little more uh, increased use of wood in, in those sort of categories. That's really interesting. Those, those types of buildings, those like tall wood and low-rise non-commercial, uh, non-residential um, uh, construction projects, do those buildings exist already? They do, yeah. There are examples um, across the categories of, of wood being used in those types of constructions. It's just not very prevalent. So for the, the high-rise buildings, there are a couple dozen high-rise buildings across the world that have been constructed out of mass timber, um, two of them in Canada, the 18-story Brock Commons in Vancouver and the 13-story Origine building in Quebec City. But as far as making it more mainstream and a, a normal, um, easy option for people to build with, that, that capacity isn't there yet. What type of wood is used in this construction um, methods? Is it engineered wood? Is it regular wood? Actually, it's both. Uh, there are some new generation of engineered wood products uh, that have been developed over, I would say, the last 50 or 60 years that are allowing us to push the envelope and, and build taller with wood and even getting better performance out of those wood buildings. You bring up something interesting here with performance. What are the advantages of building structures like these with wood? Uh, wood has major advantages over other construction materials. Uh, the first of, of those actually is that wood is renewable uh, and the environmental benefits of building with wood do exceed those of other energy intensive type of construction material. Uh, for example, wood can sequester carbon throughout the service life of the building and even beyond if the building or the building elements are recycled or reused, which is really an interesting uh, design concept these days. And, um, you know, wooden buildings can be designed to be also cost effective. The speed of assembly, the speed at which the building can be put together uh, using prefabrication, high level of prefabrication, including CNC technology, is actually allowing us to finish the building um, a lot faster 
than other materials. And there are a lot of implications associated with that. Uh, those are like financial implications, health and safety and noise. Those, those elements are making it very attractive for builders, for developers, and for designers to actually build uh, those type of structures out of wood. You touched on something that uh, was a concern to me at first. Um, are these wooden structures safe? My obvious first concern would be fire safety. That's a very good question. Uh, there have been extensive uh, fire testing, structural testing, uh, and, and other type of testing or performance testing, such as acoustic performance as well, that's being conducted uh, not only in Canada, but across the world. Uh, Anarcan has been providing a lot of funding to, to do testing in support of the use or expanding the use of wood and high-rise applications, uh, because we are really going beyond the building code uh, I would say, um, uh, targets uh, in a way, we needed to demonstrate that those buildings are safe and they can meet the intent of the building code. To do so, we, the only way to do it is actually by testing, by engineering analysis, by modeling. But regarding fire, uh, mass timber in particular, which is commonly used in high-rise applications, it has an inherent fire resistance uh, as it burns very slowly at, at a very and at a very predictable uh, charring rate. Uh, so any fire protection engineer can, calcul can calculate exactly how much time it requires to actually uh, achieve a certain fire resistance rating, and he can design those wooden elements in, in say, in a typical uh, high-rise wood buildings accordingly so that we, they can meet the intent of the building code. Now, structurally, especially in relation to the performance of those buildings under seismic uh, and earthquake conditions, um, because the wooden buildings are, are actually lightweight compared to other types of buildings, such as concrete or steel, uh, that is actually a major advantage when it comes to the seismic design and the, the resistance against earthquakes. So yes, uh, wooden buildings, wooden high-rises can be built uh, safely and they can meet the intent of our building codes. That's very impressive and good to know. Um, why is NRCAN taking such an interest in building these bigger structures with wood? Uh, NRCAN is taking interest on a couple of fronts. One, obviously, um, from uh, a climate change perspective, uh, wood has um, the ability to sequester carbon, but also the, the manufacturing process of a lot of these new engineered wood products is less intensive than some other uh, traditional building materials. So there's also an avoided benefit as well. So the green um, construction through wood program, uh, one of the underpinning tenets of that is to support GHG mitigation through that. So um, that coupled with the ability, um, as Mohammed mentioned, to um, to have some of these health benefits and, and other aspects that wood can bring that some other um, products can't, as well as the ability to hybridize some buildings as well. So see multiple um, different, you know, uh, construction materials used in conjunction with each other to create an optimal building envelope is one of the reasons that we're, um, we're pursuing this. So uh, the government has had a, an interest for uh, a number of years now, actually, um, starting off with a tall wood building demonstration initiative that took place back in uh, 2013, which saw support go to the creation of the aforementioned two tall wood buildings in Canada, the 
18-story Brock Commons and the 13-story Origin building um, in Quebec City. So with those in place and the demonstration of the benefits of those which have accrued broadly already across Canada and even globally um, with both those projects being recognized heavily, um, that kind of spurred this new wave of, of interest and, and expanding it to the low rise, um, you know, sort of commercial applications that we had discussed as well as the bridges. So um, the, the green construction through road program intends to build on that and not just from a demonstration perspective, but also through supporting uh, the research and, um, you know, technical aspects required to change the building codes in Canada. We saw um, in, in 2015 when the building codes allowed for the maximum stories um, to be built with would go from four to six, a boom in that sort of uh, five and six level building structures happened shortly thereafter. So by supporting all this research and targeting, um, you know, the capacity to build higher with wood, then um, we're hopefully going to see that same sort of uh, takeoff in industry. And by demonstrating taller buildings as well, um, you get a sort of a trickle-down effect. So the research and design and, and information that gets generated out of these major projects then trickles down to even some of the lower levels. So even you know a 7- to 10-story building and stuff like that can benefit from, from the work that's being done. Speaking of support, how does NRCAN and the government of Canada as a whole, for that matter, support these new projects and initiatives? Yeah, so we've got um, sort of through the, the new program that was launched last fall, the Green Construction Through Wood program, um, it works in sort of three streams. The one that we've talked a bit about the most is the demonstration projects. So this is where we provide funding directly for the incremental cost um, between building with traditional materials and building with wood because they're under the current sort of building code, um, these these builders that are looking to use wood have to go through an alternative solutions means, which can be a bit costly because it's not as prescriptive as how you'd normally construct a building. So we support that incremental cost to do the testing and proof and a lot of the elements that Mohammed had mentioned. So ensuring that there's fire safety and seismic safety and stuff like that for, for the designs that they're looking to incorporate in these tall wood buildings. Um, so we provide direct funding to builders looking to to construct these um, high-rise, low-rise, and and bridge, uh, you know, infrastructure pieces out of wood. Um, we also have two other aspects. The one we've touched on a little bit already is the the support for codes. So we provide funding to groups like the National Research Council for um, doing fire testing, uh, code committee work to help you know um, revise and adapt the the forthcoming uh, National Building Code of Canada. Um, iterations towards supporting more uh, more tall wood implications and, and making those sort of more prescriptive, so more readily available for designers and builders. And then a third tenet of the program as well as education. So um, wood in um, sort of the engineering fields and design and architecture fields is heavily underrepresented, um, particularly in post-secondary education at this point. So we'll be working with um, Canadian associations and other groups to put together a more robust uh, capacity in the education system as well for wood. Um, Mohammed, um, I just heard Richard mention earlier bridges. Now, what's is that one of the next steps in wood construction? Is that what we can expect in, in our future? Absolutely. Um, now that the expression of interest uh, call for proposals uh, is out for low-rise, uh, non-residential type of constructions, uh, as Richard mentioned, the, the box type, retail, institutional, commercial, uh, buildings. Um, now we are getting ready to launch uh, the third round of calls for proposals for timber bridges. 
um, building timber bridges um, or building bridges out of wood is not something really new. There are hundreds of, of all the covered timber bridges that exist in Canada and even over the last 20 years there have been uh, quite a few of those built by various by different provinces um, modern type of timber bridges. So the intent of, of this program is really to encourage uh, I would say the respecification of mass timber in particular for timber bridge applications. Uh, we see a huge uh, market opportunity actually for using wood and, and bridge applications. Um, and um, I guess a lot of that is related to the, a lot of that interest is because of the environmental benefits of building with wood. So that's not only specific to regular buildings, but that's also uh, applicable to timber bridges. Are we going to see some uh, some bridges um, that are made with engineered wood on a larger scale that we're used to? Uh, absolutely, there there are some uh, modern timber bridges that's been built uh, in Europe, in particular, uh, that are actually multi-span. Uh, those are like bridges over highway. Some of them actually are highway bridges over rivers and, and train tracks, etc. So yes, with those a new generation of engineered wood products combined with the new generation advanced type of connection systems and uh, new treatments, uh, there are new technologies, advancements that has been happened in the wood preservative type of treatments that are more environmentally friendly. So if you take account of all those elements together, I think we have the ability now to design and build large bridges out of wood uh, using those new technologies that have been developed recently. Wow, that's really, really interesting uh, work that you guys are, are working on. Thank you so much, gentlemen, for taking the time to talk to us today. Thank you. Thank you very much. So this is the end of the episode. But like always, it doesn't mean that it's the end of our conversation. If you have any follow-up questions for Richard and Mohammed, get on Twitter and tweet at us using the hashtag AskNRCan. Also, if you're interested in learning more about the scientific work that we do on Natural Resources Canada, check out our online magazine called Simply Science. We have a ton of great content for you, including articles, videos, and previous episodes of this podcast. If you check out the podcast page for this episode, we'll have links available to any relevant material so you can learn more about building high-rises out of wood. The best way to find Simply Science is either to Google it or click on the banner from our website at nrcan.gc.ca. And... As always, if you like this episode and you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or SoundCloud, please consider subscribing so you can check out any previous or future episodes. I think that's it for us today. Thank you so much for listening. We look forward to hearing from you, and we'll see you next time.